This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. I'm so grateful to be with you, friends, today for the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Um, I, every week I, I think about, you know, Lord, what do you want? What do you want the message to be this week? What, what is pressing? And, and usually it's something that I'm, I'm struggling with. It's things that are going on with me right now. And so uh, there's a scripture that, that is so strong, and it's been strong for many, I mean, I can't even tell you, probably 40 years. It's one of the scriptures that I lean on so much because it's just telling me to not be anxious about anything when there's so many things that cause me to be anxious. And I'm wondering if that could be you too. Um, anxiousness, that worry, that anxiousness, it causes your blood pressure to go up. It causes you to be stressed out. And really, does it do any good at all? And in, in the Word, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God and the peace of God. So first he's telling you exactly what to do. Lay it all with him, you know. Present your request to God. And then he says what's going to happen next. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, because I don't know about you, but there's so much I don't understand, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That scripture is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. That's the New International Version. There's different versions. Um, there's another one here, and I'll read it. It says, Do not be anxious over anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, along with thanksgiving, let your petitions be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your mental powers by means of Christ Jesus. And that's the New World Translation. So a little different, but the meaning is so strong and the message is so there that um, I lean on that a lot. I, I know that one by heart because I have to remind myself of that so often. You know, you get anxious and you can feel it in your body and, and you just need to have a calm. And my calm is I just have to remind myself, Sue, breathe, just breathe. And right before the show, what do I do? I pray and I breathe because I need to just... Calm down. Be anxious about nothing. Don't be anxious about anything. <sighs> that feels good, doesn't it? Okay. Worshippers of God can relieve their excessive worry or anxiety by praying to him. He promises to give them inner peace, which will help them cope with their anxiety and protect their thinking and emotions. Verse 6 identifies forms of prayer that can help them receive such peace. Petitions are specific requests made to God. His worshipers can offer petitions in everything or in every situation. However, such prayers must be in harmony with God's will, as revealed in the Bible, 1 John 5.14. Prayers of thanksgiving to God express gratitude for what he has done and will do for us. When we focus on reasons we have to thank God, it helps us maintain a joyful outlook. Look, that is something I remind my employees. I have conference calls on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday with different departments. And every time I'm reminding them of my reminder that I need to be thankful for what is good. 
what is happening that is good. There's people that don't have jobs. There's, there's people that are really ill. There's people that have lost loved ones. There's just so much that's going on right now. And I think each and every one of us, if we think about our lives right now, yes, we probably have things that we're dealing with, things that we're anxious about, and things that maybe come up as fear, that we're fearful about, which in the Bible it says to fear not. But there's also these things that we have, like food on the table and a roof over our heads and a pillow and a blanket and socks on our feet to have family members that we can love and hold, to have a job maybe, to have a place to work, to have a passion and a reason and a purpose. We have so many things to be thankful for. And I just wonder if we really are taking the time to just remember those. And I know that I have to remember to remember. (laughs) I do. I have to wake up in the morning and before my feet hit the floor, I have to take a moment to just give thanks Because he says to give thanks in all things. He wants us to just look around us and be thankful. And I look around me and I'm so thankful. And I have such sadness when I see people that are less fortunate or that have trials and tribulations that either I've been there or I haven't. But we all have our own journey in this world. And the beauty of it is, We are here, and we can be of help and serve one another, which is what God tells us to do. He tells us to love him first, to put him first in all things. And then what's the next commandment? He says to love thy neighbor as thyself. And he says that if we do those two things, if we focus on just those two things in that order, that if we do those things, everything else is going to work out. Now, this takes belief that really what he's saying is truth. It takes that you are believing that what is in the Bible is truth. And you trust it because you believe it. Or you believe it because you trust it. The Bible verse says that the peace of God can guard our hearts. The Greek word here translated guard is related to a military term that described what a garrison of troops did in order to guard a fortified city. Similarly, the peace of God protects a person emotionally and mentally. It helps him to avoid becoming overwhelmed by distressing problems. The peace that God gives protects us by means of Christ Jesus, since it is by means of Jesus that we can have a relationship with God. Jesus gave his life as a ransom sacrifice for our sins. Faith in him. We can enjoy God's blessings. Jesus is also the way of approach to God. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through me. Remember that verse, please. Because other people will say you can pray to somewhere else and do something different. But in the Bible, if you believe the Bible, and if the Bible is truth, and it's the same today and tomorrow and yesterday, but he is telling you that no one comes to the Father except through me, and that is Jesus talking. The Bible book of Philippians is a letter written by the Apostle Paul to Christians living in the city of Philippi. In what is now chapter 4 of the book, Paul encourages those in the congregation to rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. That's Philippians 4.4. 4. 
and he thanks them for their generosity, which brought him joy. He shows how prayer leads to the peace of God, and he identifies wholesome thoughts and actions that will result in help from God of peace. So the message right here is, uh, you know, to, to, if you trust, truly trust, then will you really be anxious? Do you have a way to be anxious if you really trust him? Does it take the anxiousness away? And I find that when I, when I let go a little bit, it, it, it scares me a little bit, all right? All right? And I'm wondering about, you know, um, that leap of faith thing. You know, it's not a toe in the water. It's a leap of faith. It's all in. So that trust factor which is difficult for so many of us because people have let us down. We've trusted people and they've been not trustworthy. And so we've got this belief system inside of us that's holding us back from God because we're not trusting Him. Because all we have, our point of reference, is those that we've been involved with here on this earth. So it's difficult a little bit to believe that there's some, something that we truly can trust it's not really a blind faith, though, especially if you read the Bible and you hear the scriptures. It's not blind faith. But trust. Think about this. When you're driving in your car and you push on your brake, are you anxious that the car is going to stop? Not normally, but if the, the tires are wobbling or if it's, not, if it's grinding and you can hear it grind, you might be concerned. But in an average day, and you put your foot on the brake, is there any concern at all that that brake is going to slow or stop your car? Is that trust? It is, isn't it? And it's almost without thinking that you're going to push on that brake and it's going to stop your car. When you get in an elevator, unless you're claustrophobic, but if you get in an elevator and you push the button... And you're pushing it to go up. Sometimes I mess up and I think I'm going up and I go down. But you push the button and you believe that elevator is going to move. And you trust it's going to move, right? So what I'm saying is sometimes, you know, it, it is kind of a blind thing. But it's not. It's, it's a decision we make when we step in the car. And it's a decision we make when we step in that elevator that what we believe is going to happen is going to happen. And that's a form of trust. We are always told to have faith and to trust God. In certain situations, that is easier said than done. We sometimes think things will be easier if we take it into our own hands. Nobody ever said having faith would be easy, but it will be worth it, and here is why. You're listening to the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And it's very important that I let you know that you know, this is a labor of love for me. This is not something that um, I do because I have to. It's because the Lord's placed me in this position for a reason and a season, maybe, I'm sure. Um, and I just want to be the best servant I can be and deliver the message that he would want me to deliver. And I am very critical of myself in all aspects of my life, I'm, I'm very critical. I'm, I expect a lot out of myself, more of me than anyone else. And the reason I tell you that is, is because, um, you know, when we sacrifice and when we put our everything on the line, it doesn't come without a price. 
And I can't imagine doing or being anyone else than who and what I am. Um, And I believe God has created me for this purpose. And I also believe that he created you for a purpose. And it's really important that if someone has been living in your life, somebody that's near you or somebody that is, um, you know, has, has a place in your head or your heart, that don't let your light get snuffed out. And that wasn't part of my message, but it is now. And it's because the Holy Spirit asked me to say that, and so I'm saying it. Is that you have a purpose God created you for. And uh, if, you're, if you don't believe that, follow your passion. Follow what your passions are. Something that you would do even if you got paid or not paid for it. You're going to feel a lot better about who you are and what you are. And I have to tell you that in my, in my later years here, um, I have to say that, you know, for a long time, it's, I was striving to be successful. And I believe I am successful. It's defined by my own de- definition of success. Uh, will I ever arrive? No, not till I'm in heaven. And, and then it's up to him. Um, but I want my life to matter, not just to me and my immediate family, but I just want to make a significant difference. And God's groomed me and prepared me for such a time as this. And the reason I tell you that is not for you to, you know, it it has nothing to do really with me. But my story could be your story. Your journey is your journey. My journey is my journey. I won't judge you. Don't judge me. You haven't walked in my shoes. But I will tell you that you are walking in your shoes. And you have choices to make every minute of every day. And it's how you choose and what you choose and what you're believing and what you're trusting in that will make all the difference in the world on how you move forward from this day forward. And I think that's really vitally important. So number one, he knows better than we do. God knows everything we are going through at this very moment and everything we we go through in the future. He knows the best way to handle every situation. So we get the best possible outcome and we need to trust him with that. We need to follow his path and trust that he knows best because he does. And I know there's listeners right now that might not not have a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. And you might even disagree. All I can say is, I know what I know. And I'm going to stand firm on that. Because I've tried to live without this relationship I have now. And it didn't work so well for me. And so I believe that God is real. And I'm trusting in Him. Do I always... Do I sometimes take the wheel and think I got this one? Yes, I do. And every time I end up moving back to go, oops, nope, you know, I need to put my trust and my faith in my Heavenly Father. In our world right now, there's so much I don't understand. I just don't get it. I put my trust and my faith that God has this. He hasn't given up. He hasn't let it go awry. He's, he, things are happening for a reason. I don't understand why. And you probably don't understand either. But our Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Father, I'm trusting Him. My faith and my trust is not in our government. No, absolutely not. My faith and trust is only in my Heavenly Father. And I'm going to put my faith and trust there till the day I die. You have a choice on what you're going to do with your life and what you're going to believe in and what you're going to trust and how you're going to choose and uh, decide your future. That's up to you. So getting back to that, he knows better than we do. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt 
because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. James 1, 6. That's been me. On and off, that's been me. I've been like a wave of the sea blown and tossed. And I want to steadfast trust him. All things are possible with God. That's number two. He knows the desires of your heart. He does. He does. He knows the desires of your heart. If you trust in him with the things that you want most, he will take care of it. He knows what is best for your life. If you feel like your goals are hard to achieve or even impossible, think again. Anything is possible with God. He has your back and he will help you through anything. All you have to do is have faith and trust in him. If you can, question mark, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Mark 9, 23, you can look it up. He is worthy of our trust. Having faith is having trust. You have to trust with your entire being that God has your back, that he will help you and take care of you. He knows what is best, but to truly embrace what he has planned for you, you have to fully trust. I know it's not easy. It's not. I know. I struggle too. Our trust is not foolish, for our God is both faithful and good. Dig into scripture. Acquaint yourself with the promises of God, with his long-suffering faithfulness to the Israelites, to Abraham, to us all. Get to know the character of God, and your joy and willingness to trust in him will abound sounds really good to me and this is the scripture that I asked my assistant to build this around is this one right here Proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight you could dissect that and you could live on that you could breathe that you could you know digest that trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. He knows what he's doing. Number four, God knows exactly what he wants for your life. He has a purpose for you and has everything planned out. He knows who you are going to marry, how many kids you're going to have, what job you will have, and every other detail of your life, both big and small. He knows what you are going to do tomorrow, next month. And years down the road, do not doubt his plan because he knows all and he has a perfect plan. I don't know about you, but I needed this message today. How about you? Isn't it good? Oh my goodness, it's so good. Trusting God every day. This is by Pastor Rick Warren. This is a stressful and unsettled time and you may feel like you're going through it alone, but you're not alone. God sees what you're going through and he cares. He's right beside you no matter the situation or circumstances you are facing. There is nothing to fear when you know God is near. No matter what you face in the future, you will never face it alone. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Look, I'm going through so many things probably as you are. And I have to remember this. Be strong and courageous. Be strong. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Sometimes I feel like I can't. Well, I can't on my own. I can't. I need his strength. I need his courage. I need to trust him. Because if I don't, who knows? 
I, I, I just want to like um, walk in the spirit. I want to walk in the spirit. I want to hear his, his voice. I want to love like he loves. I want to see what he sees. I want my words to be his words. This is a tall calling. And to me, it's, it's not an easy one. I'm, I'm held to the standard. And, you know, with that comes a price, too, because there's an attack from the enemy. Attack, attack, attack. Somebody said to me, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> I'm like, why does anybody do any good deeds then? If you're going to get punished, every time you do a good deed, you get punished? Ah! That's what it feels like for me. You know, and I have to trust the Lord. He's got this. And I'm saying that because, I, you know, I, people say, oh, my gosh, you look like, you know, everything's just going so great for you, Sue. Yeah, it is. You know why? Because my trust and my faith and my hope is in God. Do I have struggles? Absolutely. Just like you. Just like you. I have struggles. I go through things, too. We're in this together. This is a journey. I, you know, anybody you see, you know, on the movies or whatever, it looks like they have such a wonderful life, social media. Oh, my gosh. But it doesn't mean that they don't have struggles. It doesn't mean that they're not going through things. Pray for them. Pray for your enemies. Jesus is saying to stop borrowing trouble. If there's something happening next week, why are you worrying about it today? Worry can't change the past, and it can't control the future. Worry only makes you miserable today. God gives you all the power and grace you need to handle what comes your way. But he'll give you just enough for each day. God says to pray, give us this day our daily bread, daily bread, because he wants you to take life one day at a time. When things are uncertain and you're simply exhausted, stop and pray. It's important to pray and trust God for your future. As you navigate the ongoing global pandemic, you may need to unplug from anything that robs the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Don't fill your mind with fear, tension, and conflict. Focus instead on the things God loves and cares about, like your spiritual growth and caring for people who need help right now. Listen, I'm just so thankful that I got to spend this time with you today. I really would love for you to connect with me by going to Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. You can go to Facebook and go to Sue Free Show and join me there. And uh, we will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS, termitelady.com. 
What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life and death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma, revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, Learning to Breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to suefreeze.com. That's suefries.com, suefreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, E. coli, termite, and pest control for sponsoring this show. I am so thankful to be with a team of E. coli and uh, taking care of termite and pest control. It's really a wonderful thing. If you need to have service, if you're looking for a new career, we are hiring, and I would love for you to contact us by going to suefreeze.com or go to termitelady.com. Both of those places will get you to different websites for different reasons, but um, go to either one or both and check it out. That would be great. All right, so um, part two, we're going to go into how to keep on trusting God because we're talking about trusting God. And I could talk about this probably for a year and still not get everything I could get on trusting God um, because it's an ongoing message. And I am really... uh, it's getting like hammered into me right now because there's so many things happening to where I just get kind of, you know, it's, it, it, it's kind of like that poster. Have you seen that poster with a cat that's hanging on? It says, hang on, baby, or hang in there, baby, or something. And the, and the cat's like clawing this pole and just holding on for dear life. Hold on, baby, or hang in there, baby. And sometimes I feel like that. I feel like I just got to hang on for another moment. I got to just hang on, you know, or it's, it's that leap of faith. And, you know, sometimes we just have to take that leap of faith. So how to keep on trusting God. Um, this was brought to you by Brick, my, by Rick Warren. I don't want to, like, take uh, any credit for anything that is absolutely not mine. And all the credit and glory goes to God. Um, I'm always wondering what to talk about on this show. And I'm always asking God, you know, what do you want me to talk about? And it's usually the lesson that I'm learning. And it's an ongoing lesson. So um, in sharing this, um, I'm just going to share some scriptures with you, and I'm going to kind of explain things. And, you know, life is a journey, and we are going through this journey together. And I just want you to know that we need people in our lives, but not just anyone. We need people that are going to strengthen us and encourage us and inspire us to be what God wants us to be, you know, kind of hold us accountable and, uh, you know, sometimes I just have certain friends that I will call because I know that they're going to give me what I'm really needing right now. And it's not always a kind word. Um, it's a kind word with love, but it's actually something that's getting me back on where I need to be. And I really need those kind of friends um, that give me the real message. I want to be real with you right now. I want to be real all the time because I feel like that's what we need to be. There was so many times in Sue Freeze's life 
32 years of marriage where I would go to church and I can remember looking in the mirror and just saying it's showtime, folks, because I put on a really good smile. And I know some of you can relate to this. It's the masks we wear. It's the masks that we put on because we don't want people to really see the vulnerability and transparency of what's really hurting us inside. And there's people right now that might even be suicidal, that they're thinking about ending ending it because they just don't know how to manage and how to get through another moment. Please don't do that. Please. If you're listening to the show right now and you're facing that and you're feeling that, hang in there. Hang in there like that cat on that pole and hang in there, baby, because you know, the sun comes up new every morning. And things might seem terrible, terrible, terrible right this second, but they're going to get better. And as long as there's breath, there's hope. And we need to put our faith and we need to put our trust in the Lord. He's got this. We've got to trust him. He's got this. If you want to flourish in life, you got to believe the best about God and cultivate your trust in him. Now, you don't got to. That's what Rick Warren is saying, and it is the best method, and it is what God wants you to do. But obviously, you have freedom of choice. God gave you that. He allows you to choose him or not. Now, that's wonderful and not so wonderful, especially for those that we love that are choosing not, because we want to see him in heaven, right? But if we don't believe the best about God and cultivate trust in him, I can tell you from personal experience, life doesn't go as well. It just doesn't. To be strong and courageous, I can do that on my own, and I only get so far. But when I have the Lord with me, when I have the Lord on my side, when I trust in him and know he's got this even when I don't understand, it goes to a whole new level. Jeremiah seventeen seven eight tells us, Bless, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and has made the Lord his hope and confidence. He's like a tree planted along a riverbank with its roots reach, reaching deep into the water, a tree not bothered by the heat nor worried by long months of drought. Its leaves stay green, and it goes right on producing all its luscious fruit. Life is difficult. It's tough. This passage mentions two kinds of difficulties we can face, heat and drought. Heat represents the sudden crisis of life. Heat comes on suddenly, the accident, the cancer, the death. Somebody walks out of your life. It's a sudden crisis. How do you handle the heat in your life when the heat is on? Then there is drought. Drought represents long periods of time when you must go without something you feel you need. You're out of work. You're out of income. You're out of energy. Somebody walks out of your life. You're going without. How do you handle those kinds of situations? Notice three words in the passage from Jeremiah. Trust, hope, and confidence. What bothers you? Your bank account? The future? A problem you're facing in a relationship? What worries you? What gets you down? You could stop right there and get a piece of paper out and really think think this through and write them down. It's possible to be, to be like a tree that keeps on blooming even in the middle of heat or in seasons of drought. What makes the difference? Are you ready? The difference is in having roots. Roots. Some of you are trusting in your career. You've got it made. You're on the fast track. Things are going great. When you're hot, you're hot. But when you're not, you're not. 
Some of you are trusting in your bank account. Some of you are trusting in your good looks. Some of you are trusting in your husband and he's the rock in your life. He's the stability in your life. Or you are trusting in your wife or your parents. All those things are good. But there's one significant problem. Every one of those things can be taken away from you. You can lose your career. You can lose your money. You can lose your health. You can lose your spouse. And you can lose your family. And some of you have. Right? Some of you have. To have ultimate confidence, you must put your confidence in something that can never be taken from you. And there's only one thing that can never be taken from you, your relationship to God through Jesus Christ. Your confidence must be in the Lord. Then when the heat is on and the drought comes, you're not blown away because your roots go deep and you keep on producing fruit. I have a personal friend I've known since high school, and he has got so many material things. He's traveled the world. Uh, he's got houses in different places, and he just put on Facebook, social media, that his house in Tahoe, he's having to evacuate, and he got his um, his model car out, and he got his motorcycle out, but he had to leave all his bicycles and all his beautiful home that he's had for years and years and years, and he had to evacuate and has no idea if that house is going to be standing because of the fires in Tahoe. And here's a guy who had it all. I mean, I mean, his social media, it's like you follow him and every day he's doing something different. It's like exciting. And here, here's this happening. It's sad. And he asked for prayers. And he asked, he asked for prayers. I prayed for him. But it can happen, can't it? And some of you have faced this. Don't have jobs. Husband, wife walked out on you. You know, there's so many things that can happen. People will let you down. Mother Nature can let you down. But God's not going to let you down. And even sometimes we think he does. We think sometimes. This is Sue talking. (laughs) Sometimes we feel that he's let us down. And I can tell you personally, there's been times in my life where I'm like, where were you? Where are you, God? And it wasn't down, down, down the road. It wasn't till down the road that I realized he was there. And things had to happen the way they did for a specific reason. And I know a lot more now than I did then. I understand more now than I did then. And I understand who I am better now than I did then. Your confidence must be in the Lord. Then when the heat is on and the drought comes, you're not blown away. Because your roots go deep and you keep on producing fruit. We're supposed to produce fruit, aren't we? Jesus said in Matthew seven twenty four, Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a solid rock. Thank you for tuning in right now, and I just want to say um, you're tuning into the Sue Freeze, felt like fries when we're .com show, and I would love for you to go onto my website and check it out because there's a lot there. If you'd like to follow me on Facebook, it's Sue Freeze Show, Sue Freeze, felt like fries show, um, and I'd love to connect with you. I'd love for you to connect with me because I think it's really important to multiply, multiply. That's in the Bible too. I used to think multiply was have babies, but it's a lot more than that. He wants to multiply people. He wants to multiply. It's like at work, you guys, this is just um, something that I learned a long time ago is, is that we can only do so much. There's only so many hours in the day. And if we want to multiply our fruit, we're going to have to get other people involved. Right? You have to get other people involved in whatever this mission or this purpose is. 
So when you have a ministry, a ministry isn't one person. A ministry is a whole bunch of people coming together for a common good. And shouldn't the workplace be like that too? You have a goal. You're going to reach the goal. you got to be clear on what your goal is. And you reach it together. And we all have a place, a part to play. He talks about the body parts and how each body part plays a different role in the whole. What part are you playing? And are you doing the most you can? Are you giving all you can? You know, do all these things for him. Proverbs 3, wisdom bestows well-being. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. You know, Proverbs is like the rule book. It's kind of got the rule books. It kind of gives you direction. It's like the game, you know, want to play a game, you got to have the directions to know how to play the game and what's, what's the rules of the game and how do you play the game and what's the goal? What, what are you trying to do to win, right? And Proverbs, there's 31 Proverbs. The, 30, the 31st is uh, the Proverbs woman, right? You can read that one if you're a woman, you should read that because that's what we strive to be, the Proverbs 31 woman. But there's one for each day. So if you want to just cut this, this into bite-sized pieces, if you take one proverb per day and read it, then you're going to get through that in a month. It's pretty fun to do, and there's so much wisdom in the Proverbs. It says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. And then here's, here's the one that we really need. I, I mean, me, I've got this one memorized. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. And he will make your path straight. That one alone, that's Proverbs 5 and 6. That one right there is one that I just hold near and dear to my heart. And people say, what's your favorite verse in the Bible? Most people know what John 3.16 is because that's the one for salvation. This one right here is the one that I have to be reminded of to trust him in all things no matter what's going on how much I don't understand I need to trust him and maybe that's you too maybe that's where you are too you're listening to the Sue Freeze show and I'm very thankful that you are Sue Freeze spelled like fries do not be wise in your own eyes fear the Lord and shun evil this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones that's what it tells you right there it tells you to be wise do not be wise in your own eyes And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. And he will make your path straight. He's telling you what to do. I can remember many, many, many years where I said, Lord, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I know, right? Tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm a do it person. I'm a get her done person. Just tell me what I need to do in my marriage. Tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Honor the Lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops, then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves. As a father, the son, he delights in. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She's more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. 
my son. Do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. My son. So I'm picturing teenagers, but this could be any man that has all these temptations coming his way, right? How many of you feel tempted? Could be a woman or a man. It says, my son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked, for the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. Is this good? This is so good. And every one of these, there's been a time in my life where I've either experienced it personally or there's someone I know that this would be such a message for them. Such a message for them of what to do, what not to do. Do not accuse anyone for no reason when they have done you no harm. Do not envy the violent or choose any of their ways. (laughs) That's pretty good, huh? Do not envy the violent. For the Lord detests the perverse, but takes the upright into his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. So, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do you feel like you're facing a dead end right now? Financially, emotionally, or relationally? If you trust God and keep on moving forward in faith, even when you don't see a way, he will make a way. Those could be words on a page. This is Sue talking again. Those could be just words on a page and words that you're hearing in your ears. Who am I? I'm just a person who's lived 60-odd years of life. And I can tell you that there's been times where I've, I've just wondered where he was, like I said before. And I can tell you that he did make a way. I didn't see it at the time. It wasn't until later, later, later. Like I talk about um, the things that we're going through right now, things that I've been through in my life has prepared, prepared me for the assignment I'm on right now. And I know he's got something bigger and better. He's got something more significant that he wants me to do. I don't have, I don't have, you know, uh, checkpoints. I don't have, okay, Sue, I want you to do this and I want you to do this. But the challenges I'm facing, and I'm just, I'm telling you this to look at your life. Look at your life right now and ask yourself, could this be you too? The challenges I'm facing right now are teaching me lessons that are preparing me for the next assignment. And how well I do as a student right now is going to determine how quick I can move to that next level. Now, we can relate to that in school, right? I mean, if you study hard and you study diligently, you're probably going to get a better grade. Now, I know I had students in my class, too, that didn't have to study, and they did really well. But I was one of those that I did have to study. And I knew that the more time I put into something, the better my result was going to be. That was my life lesson for me, is I knew I needed to study. And the more effort I put into something, the better I became. Now, my mom used to say, practice makes perfect. I love you, Mom in heaven. But I realized that I was really trying for perfection, and I really knew, I know now, that I was never going to arrive to perfect. 
But I do know that practice makes better. And I'm hoping that I'm better today than I was yesterday. And I hope I'm going to be better tomorrow than I was today. And don't we all or shouldn't, I mean, wouldn't you think that that would be a good challenge for each and every one of us? Sure, you have a choice. You can just, you know, hum on along and be content where you are. And there is a a verse in the Bible that says that we need to be content. Um, I believe in content. I don't believe in complacent because they're two different words. So I'm going to trust in the Lord and I'm going to be content in my trusting in him. And I'm, I'm in a prayer and I'm going to do fervent prayers. I'm going to prayer, pray like there's no tomorrow because I only have today. I only have right now. God's plan will become more understandable as you head down the path he sets before you. But understanding is not a requirement for you to start down the path. Did you hear that? You have to take the first step. Even if you don't know where it's going, you need to keep going. You can't stay stagnant in a place. Get yourself out of bed. Put your foot on the floor. Go take a shower if you need to. Whatever you need to do to get up and get out. We can't stay stuck. It's not a good place for us. And God doesn't want us to be there. See, the devil wants us to be isolated. This is from me. This is the Lord, Holy Spirit, speaking through me. It's not Rick Warren right now because I, I just am um, pulling away here for a second to tell you that the devil really wants to isolate us. He wants us to feel alone because in our aloneness, we feel sad. And we feel helpless and worthiness, uh, worthless and um, maybe shame. And God doesn't want us to be in that place. He wants us to understand how valuable we are in his sight, that we are his children. We are his children and he loves us. He gave his only son to take all of the sin from all of us, and even if it was just you, yes, you, then he would have done it just for you. How special are you in that? Think about that. You have value. Put big V on your forehead. You have value. And your value is in him and his purpose that he created you for. One day you will stand in the full light of eternity and view the big picture. You'll see God's purpose behind the path he specifically chose for you. In the meantime, do what Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Be patient. God knows what he's doing. He knows what is best for you, and you can trust him because he is good. You may not be able to see the end result, but God can. All those problems heartaches, difficulties, and delays, all the things that make you ask, why? Why, God, why? Will one day be clear in the light of God's love. But for now, you're learning to trust God. So go ahead and keep heading down the path that he's laid out for you. So here's things that you can think about and maybe talk over with somebody you know. How has God made a way for you in the past when you thought there was no way? What keeps you from trusting in the Lord with all your heart? And number three, what path can you begin to start down today, even though the destination isn't absolutely clear? There's been so many times in my life where I thought I was going a certain way, and all of a sudden, whoop, pivot, taking a pivot. God made the pivot. But I had to go this way in order to get to that way, and that's okay. I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, 
I'm not trying to, you know, put anybody on the spot. I'm, I'm just trying to share with you my journey and what I've learned in my life lessons. And I'm trying to share with you God's love and his words to give you strength and a courage that maybe you don't understand and know. So be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Bye for now. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every other month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.